Hello and welcome to the Bristol and Bath Lifting Club. Mac, Mark, Mark, Max, your name's not Max. Uh, Mark is back from a little jolly, a little holiday, and he's tired and achy. I am very achy. Why? What have you been doing? Squats after three weeks off. You call that a holiday? No, the holiday was well deserved. So I took a break. I took about a one week break where I went away. And then I wasn't training properly for a couple of weeks because I had some competitions. And I had to constantly do deloads leading up to the competition. So I wasn't training properly. So when I came back, I did some squats after like three weeks off. And holy shit. I'm you sore. did a competition when you were on holiday though, didn't you? Yeah, right at the end of the holiday. <laughs> yeah, so that's the last competition of the year. Did you get first place? I did. And what was the competition? It was a max log press and deadlift competition wow have you done one of those before no or? first one okay was it scary or were no, you just was, so used to competitions at this point yeah pretty used to it now pretty used to like handling i don't know like the nerves or the adrenaline people get it's just yeah it just felt like another day in the office it was good fun so seeing as you're tired and achy we have to go easy on you so it needs to be a simple easy subject and the simple easy subject you suggested was delayed onset muscle soreness because you're currently going through it, presumably. Yep, I can barely walk. Okay, why is that? Is it because you is a little bitch and you haven't been training and now everything's really difficult? Or is it because you've changed your movement patterns? Or is it because you've had some time off? What is it that has caused <laughs> your specific delayed reaction to some work you did a day or so ago? Yeah, so it was two days ago now where I did this lower body session. And it's just because I had time off. So, yeah, like I said, I haven't squatted in over three weeks. Um, my legs, I don't know, were just really susceptible to training. So I came back, did a lower body session. And, oh my God, it, it really destroyed my legs. But I did throw in a new exercise as well. So I was doing some lunges, which I never really do at the end of the workout so that sort of novel stimulus probably fucked me up as well mm. now some people think that um taking time off i've spoken to some people and they believe that taking some time off means 10 years and oh. some when they say have you been trained it's like oh i took some time off so how long have you taken off uh, probably about 10 years it's like I'm not too sure whether that counts as taking time off <laughs> I think that's up. more about giving up yeah, to be honest up. with you yeah. you gave up yeah. um, but taking time off is surprising just a week or two mm -hmm. how much of an impact that can have on your training yeah for sure so for me not only have I obviously got really bad DOMS delayed onset muscle soreness but um, everything just felt heavy it's like my body wasn't used to doing a heavy squat. Um, I did a top single in my program and it was meant to be RPE like seven. Mm. And that ended up being like, you know, probably in more than nine. It felt a little bit grindy where it shouldn't have. And this is a weight that I've hit loads of times before. So I was like, okay, that's the sort of session we're gonna be having then. And it really was just like, detraining. 190, did you say? No, it was 222. 222 pounds. That is a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just detrained and everything sucked. And it almost felt like my body forgot how to squat as well. Like mm. the bar felt awkward on my back. 
the going through the queues felt awkward. It, yeah, it was just it was a really weird experience, and it's just from three weeks off. Well, some people take time off, obviously, for holiday and stuff. Other people take deloads and that, where they just train really light for a week to kind of recover from heavy training. Yeah. And actually, when you look at injuries and stuff, a lot of injuries happen the week after a deload because people go straight back into the gym and they try to do what they've done before, even a slightly lighter version of what they've done before. I did it. That's how I fucked my back up. I remember exactly yeah. what I did. I can day. still feel it now. Oh damn! It's still really, really. It's it, it is only. It I can feel it when I squat and I deadlift. If I don't go for like a very, very strict warm up, like I never used to have to do that, mm. and I always feel it in the morning as well. Yeah. So I know that it was that that did it. I mean, deadlifts are notorious for aren't they? Really, mm. I've I twanged my back so many times doing deadlifts, and sometimes like it didn't feel like anything was wrong. Like mm. my form was fine. The weights I was using was fine. I did it once on a warm-up set. Suddenly my back just went. It's really weird. Mm. Just weird. No, I warmed up with the deadlifts and I was like, I'm going to try and work up to what I was doing before. Mm. And I decided that I'd do it slowly and try and do it smart. So I did a warm-up and I increased the weight a little bit at a time. And then all of a sudden it just happened. And I was like, ooh, this is really bad. I got an electric shock go right from my lower back all the way down my leg. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I couldn't pivot for like a week. I did a lot of recovery, rehabilitation work. Mm -hmm. So I paused my program and just did like rehabilitation, recovery work and stuff. And it got better. But it's still, there's a little like niggle there. It's it's a sensitive area. So that's what tends to show up when I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, What really helped with it was actually front squats. Yeah. Because it was all the upright stuff. Back squats exacerbated quite a lot. Yeah. deadlifts don't exacerbate it that much at all <laughs> which is quite weird really given that that's what I did it on but it's the back squats that normally do um, if it kind of creeps in so I just need to make sure that I don't do the back squats first mm. and that I do them like after some other stuff so I normally do like a back extension some zercher bends and um, light squatting obviously and work up but yeah I don't feel it at all when I do the front squats it's funny, isn't it? Because there was a couple of guys in the gym yesterday who were telling me about the amount of pain they get when they do back squats. Mm. Um, I personally, I don't feel anything in my back when I do squats at all. Mm. Whether it's like a low bar squat, high bar squat, front squat. But it is the conventional deadlift that gets me. Like I can sumo deadlift all day, no pain. I can hex deadlift all day, no pain. But the conventional deadlift... Yeah, if my back goes, that's the exercise that does it. Mm. Yeah, front squats is good, and weighted dips is good, because it just relieves tension from that area, because it's pulling down. Yeah, dead hangs too. Because I do the dead hangs, and that does really well for the spine and the upper back, because it's like that SI joint area, it's like lower, lower back. Mm -hmm. Dips, where you've got the belt on, it really pulls on that area, and it feels really, really nice. Mm. I've had other people that have had uh, success with that as well. But I'm hoping that it's not going to be a permanent thing. It's just something that's going to take a while to kind of go. Because obviously as the weights go up and up and up with the powerlifting and that, <laughs> I just need to make sure that it doesn't break me. Yeah, I've had quite a few injuries from deadlifts, unfortunately. But it was it was actually when I got stronger at deadlifts where the back pain tended to dissipate. Mm. Um, so deadlifts were actually really good for my back health, but there was a long time where I was avoiding them and I was just getting injury after injury. 
So, yeah, get stronger deadlifts, but make sure your form is good, guys. And form needs to be tweaked over time because it changes. I find that the way I deadlift, I used to do it right, and I'm still doing it right, but I change it ever so slightly based on injuries and things that I've accumulated, areas of weakness and stuff like that. It does change it ever so slightly. Oh, 100%. Like, my deadlift has changed loads. So I have a much narrower grip now than Mm. I did when I first started. And also a much more vertical shin angle as opposed to like knees going over the bar. Um, I just found that that works well for me. So first day in the gym, you'll do a bunch of stuff. Ideally speaking, if you don't ache afterwards, it probably is a bad sign. Okay, so the day after when you wake up after your first day ever in the gym, if you're not aching, I'd class that as probably a bad sign that you haven't really done anything. Maybe you were working out with Dave on the BOSU ball. (laughs) I don't know. But either way, you weren't doing a huge amount. Now, eventually, when you keep training, the weight in that goes up, ideally speaking. And again, unless you're training with Dave. And um, the aching kind of stops. That's the thing. It tends to to confuse a lot of people because they're making progress and they're getting stronger and things are still difficult but none of this aching next day WTF yeah your body acclimates to to the workload so I remember when I when I first started training yeah it felt like I got hit by a bus the next day Mm. I was definitely overdoing it though I did a lot of things wrong when I first started Um, and anytime I take time off like you know these last few weeks I go back to training and I felt like I just, again, being hit by a train. But as time goes on, your body just gets used to it and you just stop aching. And it used to really confuse me because I used to think if I wasn't aching the next day, did I work hard enough? Mm, A lot of people think that. Yeah. And you get to a point where you start missing the DOMS because Mm. you think that you haven't trained hard enough. And that was me for a very long time. I used to be like... The workout was a waste if I didn't get a pump and mm. the workout wasn't effective if I wasn't sore the next day. And both those things are very backwards. Mm. It's the movement patterns I tend to find. When people adjust and do a different movement pattern, then they'll get the ache for a bit. So when you're fresh in the gym and you've never worked out before, everything you're doing is new. But when you're doing the bench press for a while or you're doing your squat for a while, you get used to the movement pattern, but then all of a sudden, if you were to change it for a different type of squat, let's say something fucking horrible, like a Bulgarian split squat, all of a sudden you'll probably ache like a bitch for the next week or two. Mm -hmm. In fact, it generally works out that you ache or stop aching the day before your next due for your next (laughs) leg day, which is uh, nature's cruel joke, I suppose, isn't it? I had the same problem when I did... I think it was my second powerlifting competition. Mm. Um, on the week leading up to it, I decided to put lunges into my routine. Mm. Fucking stupid idea. Four days later, I was still aching. Mm. On the day of the powerlifting competition, I was still aching. I was like, shit, I've got to get under a heavy squat now. Mm. Luckily, I managed to PR somehow. I think that was sheer willpower. But my legs were not having it. Mm. Um, so yeah, don't do that. <laughs> So what's your favourite type of ache? Do you have a favourite type of ache or body park or anything like that? Yeah, I really like it when my upper back is sore. Really? Yeah, so like the traps, the lats, when that's sore, it feels it feels pretty good, not going to lie. So basically, you'll be creaming yourself by the time you get to like 90, because they <laughs> always have like bad backs and stuff, pensioners. Yeah, hopefully not the lower back. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like when that gets sore. 
But yeah, the upper back, when it's sore, feels pretty good. Um, like the traps ache even when you like do a little shrug. Mm. That's how I know I've uh, lifted some heavy weights. See, you first said that it's not a sign of progress and then you're contradicting yourself here and say, well, actually, I really like it because it makes me feel like I've done something, yeah. even though you know you'd have done something anyway because yeah. you can go by the numbers that you're 100%, doing. 100%, 100%. It just feels good. It's hard to explain. Uh, I love an ab ache, abdominal ache. I love yeah. an abdominal ache. That just feels like it should be there. Right. And I like a chest ache. I don't like any other sort of ache. I don't like back ache. I don't like shoulder ache. I find that leg ache is the worst of all of oh, it. Leg ache sucks, yeah. Because everything else kind of interferes with my life and makes me feel like, oh, you know, getting out of bed and that. Whereas abs and, and your chest and that, it's just like a dull ache in the background that doesn't really, is not really difficult. It doesn't impede your day. Yeah. Whereas that just feels like, yeah, I, I did something. I'm, I'm all right. This is how bad my legs are at the moment. I um I can't sit down. I go to sit down. I just fall into the sofa. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm struggling to walk upstairs. I went out to get milk this morning for my coffee, and there's these little steps that lead up to the corner mm. shop. Tiny little steps. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a struggle. <laughs> they are really bad. Like I had to get up in the middle of the night and take a piss, and I was like, shit. I kind of had to like roll onto my feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad at the moment. Oh. My legs are fucked. Well, that's probably going to last a good couple of days, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe a week. I think because so. they feel worse today than they did yesterday. And mm. yesterday... Second day is, for some reason, like, you do your workout and then the next day they're bad and then the day after that seems to be the worst. Exactly. So I think I've got maybe two or three more days of this. But yeah, after that, though, it'd be fine. Like mm. we said, my body will acclimate again. I'll go back and do heavy squats and RDLs and all this other stuff, and I'll be absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, that first session, I definitely pushed it a bit too hard as well. And I knew I was pushing it too hard because mm. I just came back after a break. My top single uh, up to this point was like 220. So mm. not a max, but just like a heavy single for the day. And I was like, screw it, I'm taking up the 222 because 220 has been feeling easy as fuck. Um, I take up the 222 and it felt a bit grimy because I'm undertrained and the next day I'm suffering. 222 pounds is a lot. <laughs> yeah, those 90 kilos, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, what's 220? That's 100, 100 kilos, isn't it? Yeah, 220 pounds. 220 pounds, 100 yeah. kilos. That's a big squat, 100 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> they were to your aching. <laughs> That's not confused of viewers. Yeah, but they are going to be confused. They're going to be thinking you're a little bitch because there'll be a lot of Americans and that that are listening that do everything in pangs. They don't understand that this is a British podcast. <laughs> yeah. That everything's yeah. in kilograms. To be honest, even with three weeks off, if I squatted 220 pounds, I think that would still fuck me up. <laughs> yeah. At this, at this state, if you squatted body weight, you'd be screwed. Yeah. 100%. I don't know if you'd make it back up again, to be fair, because <laughs> I've had days like that and it's just, it's not, it's bad. The thing that really gets me usually is RDLs. Mm. RDLs is just like, because it's the stretch as well, isn't it? It's that stretch that's like, oh, yeah. my hamstrings just don't, don't, don't like it, which is why it's so important to do, but that's what really gives me an ache. Yeah. And like the, my glutes as well, like I never get sore in the glute muscle, but like, yeah, the last few days... Man, the glutes have been lit up, and I haven't felt that in mm. years. But again, just because I've taken a break, 
Like, I never really take time off. The only time I take time off is if I've got a deload leading up to a competition, in which case I just go light or I don't mm. train, or if I'm on holiday. Mm. And usually then, even on holiday, I usually find a gym. Like, um, I go out to Australia every few years or so, and um, yeah, I'll train throughout the entire time I'm out there. So I don't really take a lot of time off. So when I do, yeah, it kicks my ass. So assume people don't like the DOMS thing. Is there anything that you will prefer to do yourself to stop it, to kind of offset it, to make it go away? Because you're one of those people that I guess kind of likes it. Mm. Um, are you one of these people that are a foam roller addict and stuff like that? Do you agree with this foam roller lark and all the weird stretches and that kind of thing? I mean, I'm uncertain because with me, I just tend to try and eat more food in order to aid recovery and I try and sleep as much as I can. Um, I've never been this sort of person who would like have a cold shower or an ice bath mm. in order to help with recovery. I've never rolled out a sore mm. muscle before to help with recovery. Um, but I've met people who swear by it, like foam rolling really helps, cold showers help, cold bath helps. Um, they also say that you shouldn't stop exercising, but if yeah. you've got really bad DOMS, like I couldn't exercise now. Mm. They're like, don't stop exercising. Well, I don't think I could do a body weight squat right now. Let no. alone get under a bar. You have to jump on the machine. Yeah. In it. Leg press. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could even do that. Be <laughs> <laughs> my first leg press fail. Um, but yeah, no, I just tend to eat more food, sleep more. The day after and the day after that, I find really, really helps if I do stretch and so stretch out the legs and stuff like that. That really, really helps. I think if I don't do that, it's so much worse, mm. particularly when I go to do squats and stuff like that again. Not so much with the deadlifts, but squats in particular. When I go again, everything's a little bit more grindier and jagged, mm. I, I think. Whereas if I do a little bit of stretching, the two worst days going back into it, then things are a lot more smooth and a lot better. And obviously it does pump blood into the area if you're moving it and stretching and stuff like that, which is going to help with the recovery and stuff. But I don't know. I feel like like I need to do a lot more warm-up if I don't do the stretching. Mm. I'm not one of these people that advocate stretching straight before, mm. you know, but um, definitely like a couple of days, for the couple of days after you've done a real bad workout and you can really feel it, then stretch it. If you're doing like an upper lower, if you've done your lower and then you've got a day off the next day, then do your uh, do some stretching. And then when you come back and do your ad, ad upper body training, then do lower body stretching after that training. That really, really helps. Yeah, and if you're someone who, who never really feels the stretch, like I don't really feel stretches that much when I'm doing them, but if you've got DOMS and you're stretching, you're gonna feel yeah. it. You're gonna feel that muscle working. It's actually quite a nice feeling. You don't feel the, the stretch when you're stretching? Not unless I'm doing some sort of flexibility training. Can you do the, slip, the splits? I used to be able to. Can you still do them? No, not, no. As, not, not as well anymore. Uh, there was a time where... I if you tried, it. I'm sure you'd feel it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel that. <laughs> there was a time where I can sing into a front split and switch oh, side to wow. side. And then I almost got the side split as well. It was about in maybe like a few centimetres off of the floor. Um, but yeah, that was when, you know, I was taking like kickboxing very seriously. That was the martial arts training and stuff. The martial arts era. Yeah. Before I got addicted to pumping iron. So when did that flexibility start to 
do you notice it declined? Is it just because you didn't keep up with it? Or is it just because you got bigger and your range of motion was like, you couldn't scratch your own back and shit? What, <laughs> what like our friend Trennis? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's the whole same concept as lifting weights. If you don't use it, you lose it. Mm. So it, it dissipates quite quickly if you're doing lots of leg training. Like there was a time where I was doing my flexibility training and then I wasn't really training legs because I thought, you know, who the fuck needs legs? Like I said, I did a lot of things wrong when I was a lot younger. (laughs) So I was an upper body bro and I did my flexibility training. And one of the reasons why I did skip leg workouts though was because I felt like it affected um, my flexibility. Mm. So that was one reason why I did skip them. But another one was purely because I didn't, think about I didn't care about legs for aesthetics I just thought you know it was all upper body stupid I was young and stupid but um yeah when I got into training legs properly started getting bigger and stronger yeah it did go quite quickly the flexibility did tend to dissipate after probably like less than a month all of a sudden you're not being able to be able to do a split and then it just kind of goes from there so yeah, if you don't use it, you lose it. Specificity. There's a certain NPC character, a non-playable character in the gym that we work out, that I overheard saying to his gang of people, um, I'm presuming it was a rehearsed line, because that's all NPC characters do, and it they just have one or two statements that they can just say as soon as you activate them by walking up to them. But this statement is one that I've heard it say a number of times, which is, I don't do legs, I just wear jo- tracky bottoms or jogging bottoms. That's what jogging bottoms are for. It's like, oh, really? Right, okay. <laughs> to be fair, he was about the same age as I was when I thought you didn't need to do leg training. Like, my leg training consisted of kicking a heavy bag and doing some bodyweight squats. That was mm. leg training for me. And I was just an upper body bro. I wanted a big chest, shoulders, arms. I wanted to fill out a t-shirt. I didn't care about filling out a pair of jeans, you know. No, it was the shorts. shorts. Yeah. Oh, the short shorts. The, <laughs> yeah. ladies, the ladies go crazy for the short shorts. <laughs> they really do. So, yeah, I skipped legs for a very long time. And it was actually only when I started taking barbell training more seriously where I was like, okay, I need to get on this leg training uh, shenanigans. So I started doing, yeah, deadlifts, squats, variations. And then, yeah, my legs actually grew really quickly. I remember doing deadlifts for less than a month and just seeing, like, my legs just grow like crazy. I was like, wow. And that's just just because I was adding weight every session. Lucky you. (laughs) Lucky you is all I can say. I just have hollow legs. Just chicken legs. I've always had chicken legs. I did have good leg genetics though, not yeah. so much in the cast, but in the upper thigh, because mm. I used to do a lot of sprinting when I was younger. Like, I remember having really big legs, even as a kid. I remember, here's the story, I remember sitting down in assembly, and your friends will all be sat next to you, because you just sat on that horrible wooden floor. And I remember looking down, and maybe I was like, I don't know, 10, 11, and just seeing like my legs, and then comparing them to my friend's legs. Right. And getting really sad because I thought I had fat legs. Oh, <laughs> oh. I didn't understand what muscle was back then. Yeah. But it turns out it's because I was sprinting every day. So I was okay. like doing lots of athletics and stuff. Um, and yeah, my legs have always been quite big. 
So maybe that's another reason why I skipped them. Sports and training, the sort of things that you do before or whilst you're going through puberty have actually been shown to make a huge difference to overall physique and stuff like that. Because you've got this kind of old-fashioned approach, uh, this thing that they, that scientist, um, psychologist made up about like ectomorph, mesomorph, endomorph, that mm. kind of thing. But actually, when you look at some of the training that people go and do with sports and stuff like that when they're going through puberty when they're younger, it can make a really big difference to your overall physique and that. It does make a big difference to health and stuff. But a lot of the time people say the, um, the basically the body type that you have, the sport that you play is determined by the body, the body type that you have, which I think that is true to a certain extent because people with that kind of swimmer's build are going to go into swimming. People with like a big meatier build might go into something like rugby and that. And if you're a skinny little drama queen, then you might try football. Um, (laughs) But there are people that I've met, which is like, how the fuck do you have legs like that? Right. And they do, they do a lot of like sprinting. They say cardio, but it's not like cardio. It's not like going and running for like, miles and miles and miles for hours it's like explosive type movements and stuff like that and they've done it from a young age and you can kind of see that their build is more of a slender build but they have like meaty fucking calves and shit yep yep i can attest to that and also quite a lot of my friends who are also like doing athletics back in school also had really big thighs just mm. from like the amount of sprints we were doing mm. like i was sprinting three times a day minimum um it was like my life back mm. then you know i was only young but i was like well i want to do athletics i want to be a runner i want to be a sprinter and yeah it definitely definitely showed but poor young mark thought i just had fat legs and i got really sad no <laughs> fat legs did they call you fat legs or something or was the, there there was no one else that took the piss of, out of you you were just yeah where's my knobbly knees yeah exactly i was like why have all these people got really small legs and my legs are really big and then i was just oh. like oh shit i must be the anomaly i'm i'm, I'm the fat leg guy i'm sure the rugby po- coach liked you <laughs> PE teacher yeah yeah well he was all right i had two PE teachers one of them was a bit of an ass the other one was all right. did you like PE at school yes and no so, it's either a yes or a no. I yeah. mean, how, how is it a yes and a no? Well, let me explain. So there are certain sports that I really, really liked. And then there were certain sports which attracted like the wrong sort of crowd, which I had to participate in. And I didn't like the people. The wrong sort of crowd. Yeah. This is fascinating. Okay, <laughs> right. So what sports attract the wrong sort then? So when I was at school, I, I didn't go to the best public school. All right, it was it was a bit of a shithole. It's so bad it got knocked down now. I had a bit of a rep, but that's where I went. And there was like football at school was very very popular, but it attracted all these like chavvy kids. Mm. So when it came time to play football, it was just me and a bunch of chavs. It wasn't mm. like a it wasn't fun. It was shit. But then there was other sports like which didn't have these sort of like people in it. So it wasn't really about the sport. It was just sort of like the people who were involved in it. Mm. So there was times where I really loved PE. And then there was times where I was just like, this is crap. I want to go and do something else. So what sort of PE did you like at school then? What was the good bit? So I liked athletics. Um, so yeah, sprinting, long jump, shot put, discus, all that sort of stuff. Ah. In the later years, 
at school we had weight training mm. so quite enjoyed that obviously fair <laughs> enough i mean that's quite good for us like a secondary school on that yeah i mean it wasn't like barbell training it was right. all like machine based okay yeah and cables but you know it was something so i enjoyed that uh the rugby crowd were like a good bunch of guys um love that yeah that, that was it really See, I fucking hated school in general, but PE I also hated with a passion because it was just unbelievably shit. I went to a shitty school that was run by chavs as well. Mm. And we had, like, obviously girls and boys did different sports and stuff, but all the boys did is in the winter it was rugby. Mm. So we'd have to go out in short shorts in the fucking freezing cold. I had hyperfermia two years and had to get sent home because I got really, really sick and went blue and passed out because... It was just, it was fucking snowing out. We weren't doing anything. I was just stood there in the fucking snow. And I was very, very, like, basically anorexic back then. So I couldn't cope with cold in general, let alone (laughs) barely wearing anything in the middle of the, when it's snowing out. Um, And then in the summer, we just do fucking football, which was just as shit. (laughs) Um, And then we had one week a year in senior school, one week a year in which where we did athletics, which was during the summer. And they didn't really have, like, a sports day, but they had, like, an athletics. Um, they'd put all of these, like, long jump and all these different events and stuff like that that you had to do over the course of the week. And I was really good at a lot of that. So we did shot put, we did the long jump, we did all that sort of thing. I did all right with that. My PhD chair had to go at me once because he said, you don't apply yourself. Um, because Right, that's it for this edition of the Bristol Bath Lifting Club. Hopefully you enjoyed it. You may have even learned something. Who knows? Yeah, see you on the next one, guys. Bye.